As we all know, last Shabbos, which was Shmini Aseres, Simcha Seirah, Klal Yisrael was attacked with an unspeakable tragedy that unfolded and that is ongoing. Since then, we find ourselves in a whirlwind of emotions. There's the pain, there's the sadness, there's the shock for all those people who were killed, tortured, captured, many wounded. There's the feeling of achdus, of unity, of solidarity, how all of us feel connected and we feel one, we feel the Am Yisrael Echod, the oneness of Klal Yisrael, how each and every one of us feels like we were attacked. And of course there's our tefillahs, our, our prayers, our hope that Hashem heals, protects, gives success to those who are on the front lines and those who face this tragedy every day. At the same time we strengthen our bitachin, our faith in Hashem. Our knowledge that ultimately it's only Hashem who runs the world and our faith that Hashem will set this right and will give the necessary bracha and success to all those who so desperately need it at this moment. We're forced to acknowledge once again that we don't, indeed we can't, understand the ways of Hashem. There's no way of explaining this, there's no way of rationalizing this. We recognize that we don't understand and yet we turn to Hashem, Avinu of Harachamon, Merciful, merciful, loving Father, and ask that He reveals that love by giving, by showering His bracha on His children and Klal Yisrael in the most clear and revealed ways, in a way that only Hashem can. As always, we look into the Torah for messages. Torah, which we just began reading again this week, is called Torah. Torah means Hira, which means teaching, which is lessons. It's Torah Schaim, Hira Bachaim. Messages of life, teachings for life, and messages of how to live and how to deal with every situation. It's uncanny as we begin the Torah once again and we read the very first Rashi, the Rashi and the very first Pasuk of the Torah. The Torah begins, of course, In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And Rashi brings an amazing statement. He says in the name of Rabbi Yitzchak in the Medrash, who says that seemingly the Torah should not have begun from here. Rather, the Torah should have begun from the, the uh, story when Klal Yisrael is about to leave Egypt and Hashem gives us our first mitzvah. We're talking about some 15 parshias later, in the middle of the second Chumash. And the idea behind the question is, after all, Torah is there for mitzvahs. Torah is to tell us what to do and how to serve Hashem. Why is there an entire book that is just telling us the story, the story of creation and the story of our Ovis, of our ancestors, the patriarchs and matriarchs of Klal Yisrael. Why is there an entire safer, why does the Torah begin with stories of creation and of the Ovis instead of starting right away from the mitzvahs of Hashem, what Hashem commands us to do? And Rashi tells us from that Medrash, he says, because there will be nations of the world, <coughs> that they will say to the Jewish people, how is it that you have conquered Eretz Yisrael? So you're thieves, that you conquered the land of Israel from the nations that live in Israel when the Jewish people came there after they left Mitzrayim. And the, the nations of the world will have that complaint against us that we stole the land of Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, Hashem put into the Torah the whole story of creation. Hashem created the world. And Hashem decided who gets what. And Hashem promised to have Ramavinu that this land will be our land. And that was again reiterated to Yitzchak and to Yaakov. And Hashem told us that this is our land, Eretz Yisrael. 
And therefore the Torah puts this first in order to give us that answer to the nations. How amazing is it that on this day when once again the enemies of Kal Yisrael attack us, and specifically they attack Eretz Yisrael, and they attack our right to Eretz Yisrael, that Rashi tells us in the first Pasuk of the Torah, yes, this will be the story of the world. This will be the story of history. That the nations of the world will constantly attack us. <coughs> Excuse me. And constantly debate our rights to Eretz Yisrael. And yet the Torah says, and the Torah is written in a way that tells us very clearly who created the world and who he gave what to. And yes, Eretz Yisrael is ours as Hashem dictated and said and gave it to us all the way back from the beginning of time, from the beginning, from the story of Avraham Avinu. But as, this, as the story so many times, the Rebbe explains that there's a deeper meaning and message to this concept as well. It's not only about our rights to the physical land of Eretz Yisrael. There's a deeper debate going on here between the nations of the world, or that which represents the unholiness, versus Klai Yisrael, versus that which is holy. And that is, in this world there's the spiritual and there's the physical. We as Jewish people have our first, first and foremost we have our mitzvahs and the Torah that we learn. That's very spiritual. But, our mandate and our mission is not only in the realm of spirituality. Our mission is, as we discussed so many times, to bring that spirituality into the world, into the worldly, into the mundane. That a yid brings kedusha, brings holiness into everything that a yid does. Everything becomes l'shem shamayim. Everything comes for the sake of heaven. As the Pasuk says, In all of our ways, in all of our activities, we're meant to know Hashem. And have Hashem permeate every aspect of our lives and every aspect of this world as a whole. And herein lies the debate, says the Rebbe, between the nations of the world and Klal Yisrael. The nations of the world say, you want to be spiritual, be spiritual. In shul, be spiritual. In areas of holiness. But don't conquer our lands. Our lands represent the physicality of this world, the materialism of this world. When involved in the physical and the material, there there's no room for holiness, there there's no room for kedusha, for separateness, because that's physical, that's material. You want to be Jewish, be Jewish and shul. And this is the deeper debate, where they're saying, you, you're conquering our land, you're conquering what's ours. And this is a debate that perhaps rages within the heart of the Jew himself, where the Jew says, there's my times of holiness and there's the other time, and the other is not connected with holiness. And therefore we have the first Chumash of the Torah. <coughs> Excuse me, we discussed the story of creation. That Hashem created the entire world. Every aspect of this world is made by Hashem, is governed by Hashem. And it's up to us to reveal Hashem, holiness and godliness in every area and every aspect of our lives and in every aspect of this world until the world will be flooded with godliness. With the coming of Mashiach, Zidkenu, which is ultimately our mission from the beginning of time. May Hashem help to be able to see this, and to see this very quickly in our own lives, how we bring, how everything about ourselves becomes holier and more godly, and as that spreads in the entire world, and there will be an end to evil, an end to pain, and an end to suffering, with the coming of Mashiach may be speedily, may be today. Have a wonderful Shabbos.